Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is the man who I don't get to see in the sunshiny morning too much, but here we are in the cloudy, rainy morning. Frank, how are you today? I'm doing all right. Good morning, my friend. Good morning. Good morrow to you. Good morrow. It's so morrow. um, it's kind of refreshing when we talk in the mornings, um, because I feel you know we're we're most often talking at the end of a long work day, and we're both a little tired, and we're both introverted, so we're a little maybe peopled out. But it's nice to talk to you in the morning and sort of like, hey, I have my energy for the day, and I'm we're having a lively discussion. Um, exactly. So that's always that's always fun. It's always a change of pace that I enjoy. Me too. Then you have the rest of the day to look forward to. That's right. Right, because you know, right. like if you do, you know, when we do ours right after work, and then so you're like, okay, well, I've got uh, two hours before I want to go to bed, and four hours before I'm socially allowed to go to bed. So, <laughs> <laughs> and and six hours before I absolutely must go to bed. That's, that's right. Two hours yeah. ago. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but here I've got. You know, I've got 12 hours before it's even before I I might have even touching socially acceptable. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Is, and I love yeah. that. I love that. That's how you still frame it. You're like, yeah, wow. 12 hours before I have to go to bed before I'm allowed to go to bed. Like, that's right. Being in your 30s is like, it's like you're drinking that's... your coffee and you're like, all right, how soon can I go to bed? How many hours until I'm allowed to go to bed? And what do I have to do to fill those hours? So is I'm that not just staring at a wall? Is that a glass half full or a glass half empty outlook? <laughs> I mean, if you love sleep, that's a glass half full uh, outlook, I would say, right? You're like, all right, how much time till I get to do my favorite thing? That's a good be point. Yeah, or it could be like half empty, like, ugh, I have to be awake for 12 hours to get through all I of know. this. Well, so. in 2020, it's a little bit of both, honestly. It's true. You never know what what you're going to come across. But I love being awake, actually, so I'm uh, I am happy to uh i am happy to be here talking to you frank what are you uh drinking this morning i am well it's too early for beer um although i have been known to have like a coffee stout sometimes in the morning on a a, you know at brunch or something but um but that's brunch we're not we're not at brunch we're not not at at the time for brunch yet it's 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 not it's not it's not a brunch morning um no i am i am drinking some um espresso um i was turned on to this by my sister actually this is a company called mystic monk coffee mm. and it is coffee that is grown and roasted uh by monks in um uh wyoming oh yeah uh, oh. so they this is how they make their this is how they make their money they don't you know this is what they do to, to sustain themselves they um spend most of their days in you know meditation and prayer and and, and such but they're 
uh, the the thing that they produce to, to just like Trappist breweries make beer uh, to sustain themselves, or other breweries will make like you know eggs or raise livestock or whatever. These these guys uh, do coffee. Uh, so mysticmonkcoffee.com is where you can buy it. I'm having their espresso blend. It's great. I, I love it. If I'm talking a little fast, it's because I'm having their espresso blend. Mm. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's very delicious and uh, robust and um, very uh, smoky uh, cocoa type of, of flavor. I'm trying to talk about it like I talk about my beer, but I don't know nearly as much about coffee as I know about beer. So um, that's kind of where my, my knowledge ends. But yeah, Mystic Monk Espresso Blend, it's, uh, it's delightful. And uh, you're helping to support some, uh, some, some monks who are just trying, to, just trying to get by. So, you know. Just trying to live. Yeah. Yeah, they they sell online and they even do like subscriptions and stuff. So whatever. They they're, are they're just great. trying to stay awake long enough until they can until also they... go to bed. That's it. Miles to go before they sleep. <laughs> uh, especially if they have that espresso blend. Yeah, long exactly. Time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am drinking a um, I am drinking a medium. I'm drinking a medium roast black coffee. I have no idea what brand it is. Uh, my wife gets the big bag when she goes to BJ's because that's all we are allowed in this house. So, um, no, um, just because that is, you know, that is just ends up being what that's your what works. It, t- and it tastes good and whatever else we have. A couple other good ones in the house sometimes. I'm the only coffee drinker, so um, uh-huh. you know, like, so it's easy to, you know, it's kind of dealer's choice. But I don't love flavored coffee. Like yeah. I like. I like the flavor of coffee. I don't want to roast something and be like, it's chocolate mint. I'm like, but I didn't want chocolate mint with my eggs. I wanted coffee with my eggs. Sure. You know, so. You know, um, I I generally agree with that, but there are, like, I do enjoy, like, a pumpkin coffee occasionally for, you know, when it's seasonally appropriate. Or even, like, the peppermint or, but honestly, no, I, I prefer that more maybe in my creamer than in the coffee itself. And and I see I don't do creamer or anything like that. So it's just um it it is just whatever the flavor of the coffee is. I will tend to go for a different flavor if it's the afternoon. Oh, and I'll okay. be like, "Oh, okay. if I want an afternoon coffee." And I'll be like, "Oh, I could go for like a chocolate mint or whatever." You know, I don't sure, know why sure. that's the one that's coming to my brain, but I can do that because now uh like I don't want the breakfast with it it's just the coffee so you're giving me that extra flavor that but most of the, yeah but most of the time i'm not really i'm not really into the flavored coffee there's a really good brand of flavored coffee though that pops up in my instagram um that pops up in my instagram all the time because you know you because know, that's uh, that's the life be, we live be, because that's the life we live i, I doubt um, this is well I, I see that you're probably looking to see who i already got it it's bones got it. coffee bones the bones Co- bones coffee company hmm. um and it's great they have titles like from dusk till donuts <laughs> jacked o lantern uh, mint invaders salty siren and it's all sea, sea salted caramel mocha mint chocolate chip ice cream pumpkin spice jelly donut um and they're very great. good. Yeah, they're they're excellent. Um, and uh, I've I've ordered from them before. Um, and the the uh, you know, I do love a good piece of cover art. So like, oh wow, the, yeah, they have really the bags. Cool. They're just are really cool. So I do. That's not what I'm drinking, but I do recommend them if you're looking for um, maple bacon 
Um, oh, it looks like you as a skeleton on the cover over here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what looks like what he's saying looks like me is a skeleton wearing like a fall hat and like a lumberjack uh, outfit. Um, so I guess I look like a lumberjack. Thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. That's a You're pretty welcome. Anytime you go to Maine, I see a picture. This is exactly what you true. look like. I wear a lot of plaid and, and muscles vests and yeah. hats. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. That's true. That's, that's fair. Um, yeah, in the in the summer and fall, my Instagram definitely t- tends to take on that that look. So that's that's a fair assessment, I think. I have put links to Bones Coffee as well as Mystic Monk Coffee in the show notes. If anyone is interested in uh, enjoying the coffee that that we enjoy, you take your coffee black, right? I do. Bla- I do drink no sweetener, even just just to- totally black. Totally black. I totally tend black. to go black, but a little a little sweetener, a little Splendor Stevia. Um, but yeah. but then when it's like. Again, when it's seasonal, I enjoy. I don't buy creamer, but like uh, when it's seasonally appropriate, if if I'm somewhere where they're offering creamers, like my sister sure. always has an array of creamers in her fridge because she loves she loves her coffee and she loves to spruce it up seasonally. So like she'll have a pumpkin creamer in October and she'll have a you know peppermint creamer in December and she's just she she loves that. Um, so when I visit her, it's like oh okay, I'll take a little. Not my yeah, not I, my usual, I, but nice. But nice. I'm I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed to. I'm not opposed to the creamers or anything like that. Mine started because I, I was drinking cream and sugar, like the majority of people. And then when That's I started what I going, used to do. when I started going to the gym, you weaned I weaned off and just did cream um and sugar. And then I went out of the cream and just did black. And and I've never real I've never been able to like backpedal on that. It's weird that like you could be like, Oh, I haven't had a candy bar in years. And then you go, you have one. You're like, oh, what's another one? What's another one? What's another one? But but for some reason, cream and sugar in my coffee, I've just never gone back to it. I just prefer mm. the taste of black coffee um, to them. Part of that I think stems from being a kid, where like you'd see people drink black coffee on screen or whatever else, and you'd be like, wow, black coffee. What's that like? You know, <laughs> you know. And I used to really not have a taste for like black coffee in and of itself, but um, I think that was largely because I wasn't drinking very good coffee. Um, yeah, that does make it. That does make a difference. You have to find right. the blend that you like, because right. like, I, so like if I'm drinking a dark roast, if I'm drinking a dark roast, the like cream or milk or something is like it's it, you're so close to necessity at that point because it's yeah. so dry. Um, that you're like, oh, I kind of need something to spice this up. But if you're drinking a medium or a light roast, then I don't find, I don't find it necessary. I don't find it super necessary. Totally. Um. Totally. Yeah. yeah. If you're drinking like an, a, a nice coffee that has like a nice, it's a lighter or medium roast. It does actually. I here here I was saying I don't know much about coffee, but I do know that I like a lighter or medium roast because you get more of the coffee's actual flavor and let that less of that like I need to cover up how bitter this is with cream or sugar yeah and some people like and some people like that taste and they'll say that's yes. the real taste of coffee yes is that dark you know that dark roast and so you're diluting the coffee by making it light it's like the difference between whole milk and skim milk yes yes you know like i prefer the taste of skim milk to whole milk you're a liar right you know? right yeah <laughs> um, i um i follow um one of my favorite tech people i follow and, and he's a podcaster and and uh and i follow him on social media as well marco arment he actually is the guy who develops Overcast, my favorite podcast. Ever. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the one I use as well now. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Marco is a big coffee, b- 
big coffee guy. He loves his coffee. Like he buys the whole beans and roasts them himself and grinds them himself and everything. Wow. And he talk he whenever he talks about adding milk or sugar, he calls it ruining the coffee. He's like, yeah, sure, you can ruin it. Here, you want some milk and sugar to ruin your coffee? Because um, he's such a purist <laughs> that like, he roasts them himself to his desired level of of roast and then grinds them to his level that he wants and then you know brews the coffee. He's very intense and very serious about his coffee. And no, I I respect that. I, do. I don't have that. I don't have that level of that amount of time in the morning to right. do that because right. that takes that's a whole process. So I'm good with the pre ground. He goes in the machine. Keurig coffee is gross. Like it doesn't taste like real coffee. Like it is like it's. I find it good when you're like, oh, I only drank half my coffee and now it's cold. I'll use some Keurig coffee to warm that up uh, and get okay. some more coffee because it mixes together. Um, but yeah, it's a last resort kind of. Sure. That's a last resort kind of flavoring. I don't even. I don't even own a Keurig. I do. I own a regular drip coffee maker, mm-hmm. uh, like Mister Coffee style, whatever. And then. Yeah. Um, I also do you have a Mr. Radar to go with that? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Fusion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but then I also have a um, an espresso maker, um, which my wife got me as a gift a couple of years ago, and uh, oh, nice. I really really enjoy um, to make like I'll, I'll make just a shot of espresso a lot of times in the morning, and maybe another one later in the afternoon. Um, but I also like to to experiment with like frothing the milk and doing cappuccinos and doing lattes yeah, and that kind of thing when I when yeah. I have the time, which is usually yeah. not very often, but like maybe on I, weekends or whatever. I'm jealous of that. I would love a cappuccino maker, um, you know, because you can get an espresso maker and it not have the yes. you know you know the the nuts and the bolts to to make a latte. But I love a good latte, mm-hmm. like as my my fl- my flavor of choice, if you will. Gotcha. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah. Is that like your order, your your go to order at like a Dunkin' or a Starbucks or whatever if you're driving through in the morning? Um, I'll tend to only get lattes later or ca- like later in the day. So like I'll have the morning coffee, to it, but then if I want the kick later in the day, that's when I'll go for the the that's when I'll go for the latte because it's filling. So you also don't really need a snack with it. You sure, know, you can do just the you can do just the milk. So what I'm hearing is you like your black coffee in the morning, like to get your day started, and then when you need your your afternoon pick me up or late morning pick me up, whatever it might be, that's when you go for either a flavored coffee or a latte or something mm-hmm. a little bit more. That's right, a little outside of the 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 normal just black coffee. That's right, that's right. Mm-hmm. Well, we spent a lot of time on this, Frank. We did. Um, we not managed, that it. We managed. Not that it makes. Nothing that makes a huge difference uh, today, Frank, because we are thinking and drinking today, and that drinking, of course, is coffee because coffee. we're because we're responsible people. Frank, I have a couple of questions here for you. Mm. If you'd be so inclined to answer them, and I believe you have some as well. I absolutely Who, do. Would you like to go first, or shall I go first? No, why don't you go first? Sounds like you got one. You got one locked and loaded. I mean, it's just the top card right here, and it's what nicknames have you had? I haven't had a ton of uh, nicknames. I, you know, my family used to call me Frankie when I was little, but that's, we don't do that anymore. That's good. Was that uh, I mean, something some, you some kiboshed? Do, Did you put the stop to that? Or? Yeah, yeah. When I was, uh, at a certain age, I was like, all right, no more with Frankie. That's, that's, that's done. Some families still allowed to, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm Frank for pretty much everybody else. Yeah, and I mean, other other than that, I can't really, you know, Frank the Tank is one that, that people will, will throw out there once in a while, but not for anything that I've really 
earned other than the fact that I used to have a very high alcohol tolerance. Tim, I'm in my, in my 30s now. I do not have that same tolerance anymore. Oh, uh, I really thought you were going to be like, I, you know, I haven't really done anything to earn that except for the fact that I had a panzer. Like, I, that's where <laughs> I really thought that you were going. <laughs> like, I don't Well, isn't that a pretty picture? Frank's just rolling down the street in a panzer. <laughs> Oh my god, wow, that is a deep cut Santa Claus reference. I, I love that. Uh, <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, it's so me good. Me too. Uh, I do... like it more as an adult, I think, than I did as a kid. I... As a kid, I liked some things and like, oh, the sled pops out a cookie. That's so fun. CD um, cocoa dispenser? Yeah, but yeah. but yeah, as an adult, I feel like I appreciate a lot more of the jokes that were going over my head as a kid. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh man. Uh, I'm with you though. I didn't really have nicknames. Um, I had my brother in high school was known as Gibo. Um, I don't know how that started. So when I when I came a few years after him, his friends called me Little Gibo. Sure. Um, and that's pretty. That's pretty much. That's pretty much it. Uh, a couple of Timmies. Some people still call me that. Most people don't. Sure. It was never really a thing in my family to call me that in the first place. Mm. But yeah. Yep. No big deal. All right. Uh, you next. Okay, um, what text or email shorthand drives you craziest? Ooh, um, bad grammar. Does that count as shorthand? Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, bad grammar drives me up the walls. I don't know if there's anything in there that really drives me crazy. You know, like there's like the passive aggressive stuff, you know, but. Are there, are there any like abbreviations in text and email that you don't really care for, like that, that drives you crazy or that you don't love? Like, um,. There's some. There are some that are ambiguous, or at least I feel are ambiguous, and I don't really love, or um, are mm, unnecessarily complicated, like F W I W for what it's worth, or I. Let me see. I Y K Y K. If you know, you know. Like, there's a few things like that that are that are sort of not oh. like LOL. You know, uh, not the common ones. That I don't, yeah. I don't love. There's one. It's not. Oh, I for some reason, to be honest, gets TBH. me. Yeah, TBH. Like to be honest, blah blah blah. Like, weren't you being honest this whole time? <laughs> like, you know what? Like, uh, as a corollary to that, TBQH. To be quite honest, that one I'm like, that's just yeah, that you. Don't that's that's that unnecessary. That's the, unnecessary. the quite is quite unnecessary. <laughs> or like IMO or IMHO. In yeah, in my opinion, what, uh, or in my in my honest opinion, that, that and so there's the ambiguity: is the H honest or in my honest opinion, or in my humble opinion, or what is that? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point too. Yeah, those are probably the two that I'm like, ah, those are just un they're unnecessary. Yeah, I find yeah. them I find them unnecessary because I thought we were having an honest conversation anyway. Right. Or you were being true like why 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 is that something you have to plug into the sentence right or, or into your thought process right now. But anyway. Yeah, what about are those the same ones for you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah those are the ones. Yeah, those are no good. No good, Frank. No good. The question was good though. Do you think that you're environmentally conscious? Conscious. Definitely Con more conscious. than I used to be. Definitely, definitely more than I used to be. I definitely give it a lot more thought and a lot more care to, um, you know, what I what I use and what I don't need to use. I mean, here's the thing. I do think that the the little things that we do add up, you know, as a, as a society, like using paper instead of plastic or bringing your own bags to the grocery store, or not using plastic straws or 
um, you know, if you're if you're getting takeout um, and you're going to eat it at home anyway, like say no to the plastic utensils because you're going to use your own utensils at home and plates and stuff like all those things, I think, add up over time. Recycling, obviously. But I think that the bigger thing is like corporations make way more waste than any of us ever will. And if they committed to more of, of uh, environmentally friendly policies, like if Amazon was more environmentally friendly in their packaging, for example, that would do mm-hmm. way more than any of us like banding together. So, yes, I do all those things. I want to do my part. But I think that the bigger thing is like in how you vote and how you, um, you know, what kinds of policies those companies are sort of held to so that they're doing their part, too. They, well, your, your, your example about Amazon is interesting because, like, if they were more environmentally friendly in their packaging, you say, right? And so I think, but that, because that comes into your home, then, like, that then becomes part of, are you being environmentally conscious Correct. now? And so, but it has to start with Amazon to then get to you in some way. So, like, so we're very environmentally conscious in my house. Like, we have, each week, we may, maybe have one bag of garbage a week maybe because everything is either composted recycled reused like we have different we have this thing called the bag of bags in the garage and so all the like plastic that you can't put in the regular recycle bin goes in there because it gets dropped off at the eco depot and like you know no styrofoam or like any of that stuff and sometimes you can't help it like you get you get a package and it's all packing peanuts and you're like well this is annoying you know, that's what I mean more about the Amazon piece is like if they would not use styrofoam and instead use paper um, that I could then recycle. That's right. Yeah, reuse, there are ways of packing things without without damaging things. Because really plastics. That's the thing that really. Yes. Um, styrofoam and plastics. Right. Those are the things that are non-biodegradable and and are right. Are really and, bad. And, you know, the, like the little because, you know, like the recycling symbol will have a number in it. And some of those are a trick because like, oh, you know, your state doesn't actually recycle number five. Yeah. So, right. yes, it's recyclable, but not for you. Not Sorry. For you. Not where you are. Yeah. Right. And we're going to so, get into composting. We don't really have the space for that right now. No. Um, we don't have a lot of outdoor space. But that is something that's been on our radar for when we have outdoor space in our next home. Yeah, um, I can't tell you how much space it saves in a trash. Like, oh, it's yeah. Cr- it's oh, crazy, yeah. crazy yeah. how much space that it saves in the trash. And also, because you're not, because anything that's in the trash, you're like, I don't have to take this out because it doesn't smell, right? Because right. that's why people really take out the trash, because it smells. Um, and so there's none of that. And then, and my wife gardens, so she just uses all the compost to garden. Right. And then, you know, like like we're Puritans. You know, right. living just, off the yeah. land, living off the land, just like Lenny and George. You know, want to live off the land. Oh, callback to call back. last week's episode. Um, anyway, that's uh, that's my question. Go ahead, Frank. Tim, do aliens exist? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. they sure do. Uh, they do. I yeah. just, we. I don't know what they look like. I don't know what their what their deal is. I, I don't know how intelligent they are, but something exists out there. Aliens is just a life form that exists outside of the planet. So, I mean, they're just talking about it was a Venus and yeah, microscopic found, organisms on Venus. Like that's alien life. Of, that's that's yeah. what that is. It may not be, you know, it may take another millions and millions and millions of years for them to become jellyfish. But you know, that's still that's still life. And, and so, I do yeah. think to put a finer point on it, do you think intelligent life exists in the universe? I think well, I think I think that's kind of cruel to not call jellyfish intelligent, Frank. I mean, what do they mm. do to you? But um, I don't intelligent life. I I tend not to go into like 
oh, you know, how did these pyramids get here? It must have been aliens. I'm like, that's kind of derogatory towards the ancient yeah, civilizations I don't that know about did that. build those things. I don't know about like, crop you circles. You that and... the ancient Egyptians weren't smart enough to build a pyramid? Like, that's no. that's rude. Pyramids, Stonehenge, that stuff, I think, is all man-made. But do you think that there is intelligent life out there in the universe that we just haven't had first contact with yet? I, I mean, the chance of it being true is higher than I think people want to give it credit for. Because the it if space is infinite, if it actually is infinite, then you have, in a way, infinite possibility of coming across something that is vaguely intelligent, um, even more intelligent. You know, yeah. so yeah. yeah. So in this solar system, probably not. In a solar system, billions upon trillions of miles away, yeah, probably. That's where I. That's where I come down to. Like in the vast expanse of space and all the light years and light years like places we'll we'll, we'll never get to in our lifetime physically get to in our lifetime like mm-hmm. of course i think somewhere yes i do think that there is very likely some kind of intelligent life that and maybe we'll never make contact i don't know um maybe we're we're maybe we're more advanced than they are maybe they're far so far advanced that like our technology doesn't doesn't you know isn't compatible with theirs or whatever right but um uh yeah, I do think that that there is something out there that we just haven't discovered yet, and and maybe we never will. I don't know. Um, but I do think that I, I'm with you. The chances are much more likely that there's something else mm-hmm. than than that we're it. Yeah. Um, Frank, what's your favorite song right now? Favorite song right now is uh, the theme song to the eight, um Apple TV Plus show Ted Lasso, starring. Jason oh, Sudeikis. Is that good? Show? You've been watching the show. We finished good? it. It's so good. Oh, it's great! So okay. so good. Um, is it a comedy? Is it a drama? It's a comedy. It's a, it's a comedy. comedy. Yeah. Um, the song itself is by Marcus Mumford of Mumford and Sons. Oh. Um, and it is. I'm trying to pull up the name of it. Um, but it's uh just a. It's just been in my head for the last several couple weeks. Um, because we've been watching the show. So um yeah I'll actually I'll put a um maybe a link to that sh- song in the show notes if I can uh find it but um yeah it's it's great um the show just to talk about the show for a second mm-hmm. um is uh the premise is Ted Lasso it's an American football coach who gets recruited by a British Premier League soccer team what they call football right their mm-hmm. football um to be their coach he knows nothing about soccer, and he gets recruited to be the soccer coach because he was an American football coach. And a lot of hilarity ensues, a lot of you know hijinks and sort of him not knowing what he's doing. But it's a, a very, very funny but very feel-good, um, lovable characters that you will root for. And it's less about the, it's less about the, the sports aspect, mm-hmm. honestly. That was a little bit for me not uh, i'm not really into soccer so i wouldn't have cared about that but i think of it as like are you into paper companies do you have to be into paper companies to enjoy the office no that's a good point yeah that's a really good point that doesn't matter are you into local government no but parks and records still fun um so it's sort of a workplace comedy in that sense where it's like doesn't really matter what the workplace is the people are what matter um and they give you what you need to understand the the workplace which happens to be a soccer soccer team um, very fun, very British, very, um, it's a delightful show. It's only like eight episodes and, um, it, it is 
absolutely delightful. So um, I will put that song, the theme song, in the show notes um, for anyone who wants to, to listen to it. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's the, the show's a delight and uh, and the song is a delight. So that's what's what's been in my mind, my current favorite song. What about you? Um, I have had um, The Ludlows by James Horner stuck in my head oh. for like three weeks. It's um, it's a song from the movie Legends of the Fall, um, which I've never seen. Um, but the but the music is is beautiful and it is like quintessential fall sounding, um, you know, because from the movie Legends of the Fall. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, makes sense. It it just it's just a. Um, it's just strange. It's a classic James Horner strings, really melodious, flowy, warm sounding song. But it just sounds like fall. Like it sounds like you're in the middle of a forest with with orange leaves around you. So, mm. um, so I just would recommend. I would recommend that as a good listen. It's, it's just what's been playing in my head almost nonstop for three weeks. So, I okay. would, would putting... recommend. I'm putting YouTube links to both of those songs in the show notes for anyone who wants to enjoy those for some some fall some fall feelings with James Horner uh, and uh, and with uh, feelings. That's great, um, Tim. Did you have a favorite cartoon growing up? Oh gosh, um, yes. I guess it depends on what age you're speaking of what i my mind will always go to i think is the fox animated spider-man cartoon from the 90s mm. that was one that i like we used to get the fan magazine and i remember like finding out that like daredevil was going to be in an upcoming episode and we'd have to we like because you know nothing about tv as a kid so you're like checking every day to see if it's on and like oh it's not checking again and checking again and checking again so that was probably as far as cartoons go that was probably one that i followed like a fanboy like you know where you like get you where you start your fanboy start your fanboy roots because i watched you know, I watched the rest. I watched X Men and I watched Batman and Superman and you know. But I think Spider Man was the one that taught me how to like get into those mm. other other programs. So I'd say that's kind of. I'd say that's where my yeah. I'd say that's nice. where I, I yeah. What about you? Um, I kind of thought you would say Batman the animated series, but so but but you do talk about the Spider Man series a lot too. So that makes yeah. sense. I would say that the Spider-Man series is not as good as the Batman series. It certainly doesn't. It certainly hasn't aged the same way. Um, but uh, but I do think. But I I do have a special affinity for that show as a kid. Um, yeah, yeah. Though I wouldn't say that I. It's it like it ranks as my. It ranks more in my nostalgia factor. Yes. Than than in my rewatchable. That's fair. Yeah, that was your favorite at the, uh, favorite at the mm-hmm. time, even if it wasn't. That's that. right. Yeah, uh, for me, I think you know the the, the Superman Fleischer cartoons are are um, probably always going to be my favorite. Um, certainly, the thing I was most familiar with mm-hmm. um, from like the very youngest age. I got a, a VHS of those cartoons the day my sister was born. 
Um, oh yeah, that's right. I knew that because they yeah. were like, "Oh, we have you have a baby sister. You should probably get a present." So yeah, you feel left sort of out for a while. Love you like don't feel yeah. you know we're paying attention to your baby sister, but like we want you to know we love you. So here's a present. Here's like some Matchbox cars and a, a tape, Superman tape. Um, I still have that tape. But, wow, and um, you don't have the Matchbox cars. What kind of? I son probably are do. You? They're probably at my parents' house oh, somewhere. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, so those are always a favorite. But actually, um, to to go outside the superhero bubble just for a second um disney's recess i oh yeah recess there was a block on saturday morning it's called one saturday morning on abc um Mm -hmm. and they would show recess and pepper ann and doug and uh all the the weekenders um and and the it was a morning morning block on saturday mornings that was just great buzz buzz Lightyear of star command later became part of it yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was recess was the one that I look looked forward to the most. And really, I should be watching that on Disney Plus right now, um, because mm. that's you know it's just it's so easily readily available now. But yeah, that was my uh, recess was one that I really I went through a big a big couple of years period where I was like looking forward to recess every Saturday. Yeah, that was probably that was probably Arthur for me oh yeah oh yeah I, I yeah i think if i if if you go outside the the if you go outside that bubble because i watched a bunch of the other ones i watched animaniacs and sure you know stuff like that which i loved i mean talk about humor going over your head as a kid oh yeah. um looking forward to the new animaniacs oh, so so much am i looking forward to it but um yes i think um yeah i think arthur would have been my version of recess for that nice. it was just so good he's what trouble would DW cause that week was always, always a blast. Did you feel like you had a younger sister? Did you feel like DW reminded you of a younger sister at a certain age? Um, no, she wasn't very, my sister wasn't very mischievous like DW was. It was, we, she was more Arthur and we were DW. Oh, funny. Like, okay. It would have been the kind of the reversal. We would have been the kind of the reversal of that. Um, Funny. Yeah, no, yeah, we were, was was that like you and your sister? A little bit, yeah, I, I definitely saw, my sister was a little bit of a, could could cause some some uh, some chaos when she wanted to. So yeah, I, I saw a little bit of a, of a, I felt like I was more like Arthur and she was a little bit more like DW, but in reality we both had a little bit of both characters in, the, in ourselves, I guess. But, That's uh, right. Yeah, Arthur's good, Arthur's good. Arthur I definitely looked forward to watching when I came home from school every day for years. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Good stuff. Uh, well, yeah. Well, Frank, I think this wraps up our episode of Beer with Geeks. So tell us where the people can find us. You can head on over to beerwithgeeks.com to find every episode of the show with the full show notes and I always I've been really on on uh making an effort to put as many links in the show notes as I can of whatever we're talking about. So as we're chatting, I'm adding stuff to show notes. So if you miss something or you want to see more about something, go to beerwithgeeks.com and find uh this episode. Um, often the show notes, depending on your podcast app, you'll be able to click, click on the links right there in the in the app. So um, take a look there as well. Um, BeerWithGeeks.com, ThoughtBubbleAudio.com is where you'll find all the ThoughtBubble Audio shows if you want to learn more about those shows and check them out. Um, th- Patreon.com slash ThoughtBubbleAudio is so important, guys. We really appreciate each and every one of you who supports us there and helps us to, to make these shows um, and to... Uh, uh, Keep the you know pay the bills and and do everything that used to be done to to create them. So um, thank you for your support there. And if you if you can spare a buck a month, um, we'd sure appreciate your support at Patreon.com/slash/ThoughtBubbleAudio. Other ways you can support us 
are by telling friends, leaving reviews and ratings on especially Apple Podcasts, but anywhere you get your podcasts, be that Overcast or Spotify or Google Podcasts or wherever you get them. Um, if there is a rating and review function in your app, that would mean a lot to us, but especially Apple Podcasts, because that is sort of the world's biggest podcast directory, and it, it, it helps um, shows get discovered. Tell a friend. Follow us on social media at Beer with Geeks. Shoot us an email at beerwithgeeks at gmail.com. Um, all of those things mean a lot to us. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. All right. Well, Frank, and thank you for being who you are and drinking coffee with me this morning. What a treat this was. What a pleasure. What a pleasure to, to enjoy our morning coffee together, my friend. Indeed. Well, until next time, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>